Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. I just have to tell you that if you listened to last week's episode, <laughs> you may find this as funny as I do, that I was talking about letting go of doing it perfectly, and it was definitely episode 52, even though I think I said it was episode 50 or 51. Who knows? Um, but I went back into my podcast archive and... We definitely hit one year, so happy one year anniversary to us, the Aligned Leader Podcast. Um, It's just so much fun. My intention when I started this podcast was to add a ton of value. Did you just hear my dog jump on my lap? Because I don't always keep him in here for this, and we're just... We're just going to see how this goes. Oh, now he's licking the microphone. Okay. This is real life, people. Well, it's three o'clock when I'm recording this, and he usually takes a 3 p.m. nap. So, yeah. So, hopefully, he'll just take a nap on my lap, and it's already started. Perfect. Okay, I've never recorded a podcast with him on my lap before, but we are just going to roll with it and see how it goes. I'm enjoying his cuddles anyway. So, when we talk about releasing the pressure on your business, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I was thinking of... Um, what would be the most in service. And, you know, something I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they will put a lot of pressure on their business to perform. And what they don't realize is what that ends up doing is it creates a scarcity vacuum and lack attracts lack. And then what ends up happening in their business is they can become very frustrated and they can go into... Um, just scarcity in every area, scarcity financially, scarcity emotionally. They can start to question how good of a leader they are. There's just, it's just a whole spiral of mind drama that can happen. And I get this from a deep level because I've done it. You know, when I look back at my very first business that I had, I had like an Amway business for a hot second while I was kind of figuring out real estate. And um, real estate was my, I like to call it like my first full step into entrepreneurship. With Amway, I was kind of, you know, I was getting connected to it and getting connected to the idea, but I didn't really take any any real action in that business. Um, I just was young and was dipping my toes into the network marketing world. And I really didn't have a lot of um, guidance at that time with it. And so, um, you know, with all network marketing businesses, whether you have a network marketing business or you have a regular business, what I found is concepts are true across the board in all of them. Even if you're a coach and you're listening to this, like everything like truth is truth is truth. Like it, it covers a multitude of things in multiple businesses. So when I look back at that, um, I when I started my real estate business, you know, I didn't know that there was costs involved. You know, you had to get headshots, you had to pay for business cards, you had to have errors and emissions insurance, you paid for an office due, uh, office dues everything. Like real estate agents pay for everything. Entrepreneurs, we are responsible for our business expenses, right? And when I got into that, I was 
kind of thinking that it was going to be kind of like a regular job where you just start working and you just get paid. Um, And one of the things that I'm really glad that I did that I didn't know was smart back then, I just was being good with money in this time period, um, is that I stayed a waitress. I was a waitress at Applebee's for the first entire year of my real estate business. Now, mind you, I was showing properties. I had never bought my own home. I was showing properties to people, being a buyer's agent. Um, you know, when you get your real estate license, they don't teach you how to sell a house. They just teach you how not to get sued. And that's all it is when you get your license, in my opinion. You just learn a lot of legal jargon and, you know, ways to be legally aligned as a realtor. Um And I stayed a waitress. And the reason why I'm really glad that I did that is because it never put pressure on my real estate business because it took an entire year for me to sell my first house. You know, what if I had not kept that job? I mean, I would have went into debt for my business. And, you know, I have thoughts with debt and and you can borrow my thoughts for debt if you'd like. So um, I have had, you know, five figures of debt four times. I am much more financially abundant now. I don't use debt in a negative way now. Um, Any debt that I choose, it is literally, I am trying to get the points, I'm using the card, and then I'm paying it off immediately with no interest. Um, Any of the, the times that I use a credit card, it's very strategic and very disciplined and um, never because I don't have the money to pay it immediately. Um, and that's a conversation for a whole other day. Uh, but something, a thought that I borrowed from my coach that I think is super valuable is that debt is, um, basically that you're paying to buy money. You're buying money. So if, even if you pay interest on it, you are buying money, you're buying opportunity. And there's a lot of really positive debt. And I'm not talking about, you know, consumer debt, like I'm going to home goods and I'm, you know, racking up my card and and no shame if, if that's that's your story. It's okay. I'm just sharing my story and my experience with it. Um, debt can be a very positive thing. So I just want you to start with that thought, first of all. But I'm really glad that I didn't put that financial pressure on my real estate business. And it allowed me to not make money for a year because I was willing to, you know, go show a house or go list a property and then go to my Applebee's job at night and work until two in the morning and do a job that I really strongly disliked at the time um, to, to make sure there was no pressure on my business. And the reason why is because if I didn't have that job, I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. And so I wasn't about to put the pressure on my real estate business when I was still figuring it out. And so then fast forward to when I started selling homes, um, I did end up quitting my um, Applebee's job. And even all the while, while that was happening, I still kept my bills really low. Um, then I started to uh, do some photography, bring in some extra income. I had a whole roller coaster of financial situations during this time. Um, but when I was doing my photography business, there was, I didn't take debt on the business. I ended up um, paying like upfront for a lot of the the tools that I used as a photographer. I'm painting this whole vision and this story for you because I'm hoping that it will inspire you um, 
to really allow yourself to give your business the time that it needs and really allow yourself the space that it doesn't have to be all or nothing when it comes to business. You know, I think it's a privilege to be profitable in business. It's not something that's guaranteed to everyone. I think it's a privilege, and I think that when we have a mindset that our business should just provide for us, I think it can feel like a level of entitlement. And, you know, I just know that in my life, I knew that I was not okay not paying my bills. And I think that that's a standard that I'm really grateful that I received from my parents, that you know, you know, we just, we do what is modeled to us. And that's what's really great about coaching is it helps us to uh, think a new thought that's different than maybe what our upbringing is. So if you had parents that maybe weren't the best with money, I just want to like release you of any thoughts of shame of if you took on some of the habits as well. Um, If you had parents that were great with money, I just want to offer that, you know, we all have our choices and our opportunities to grow even more, and that's awesome. Um, But it it really, when we look at business, I think that it's, it's not useful for us to have the thought that our business should be profitable. I think that it puts pressure on the business and it's like a baby. You know, if you think about your kid, if you if you have children or even if you, you know, just can relate to this story or understand this analogy, when you think about a child and they are learning to walk, like what would happen if you told the child, you need to walk today? You need to walk today. Or maybe you told the, the toddler, you need to walk by the end of the week. Or this, you tell a newborn, you need to walk by the time you're one. Like, would that be fruitful? Would that be profitable? Would that be helpful or useful? No, it it wouldn't. It actually, um, number one, the child may not understand. (laughs) Number two, there's no timeline. Everybody walks at different points. And I think that's important to think about when you're thinking about your business, that your business might need more time to walk than you're wanting to give it. Um, when I look back at, uh, my network marketing business I had, I was very successful right out the gate and then I had dips and it ended up being a roller coaster of, um, I had some mind and emotional management stuff that I had to work through. I had to grow my confidence. I had to grow my sales skills. And when I finally had consistency and profitability and success with it, That came from me working on my mindset first and then taking consistent action for a long time. And I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get so caught up on when things happen and we put so much pressure on our business that it actually slows us down. And so if you want to have a consistent, organic, successful six-figure business or more, you really, really, really want to take a look at how much pressure you're putting on your business. If you need money, if you need results in your business, I promise you it can be felt in your marketing, it can be felt in your sales appointments. And so there is value to embracing that you can take the pressure off of your business. Sometimes it's not just the thoughts, that you could take a shortcut and you can use the circumstances to take the pressure off. There is nothing wrong with getting a part-time part-time job. 
When I was in um, network marketing, I took on photography jobs when things were in my roller coaster time. I took on, you know, graphic design stuff that I was sprinkling in around. I was okay with that because I was taking the pressure off my business so that I knew that during that season that eventually that would shift. And even when I um, decided to release my position in my network marketing business to stay in alignment and integrity to launch my coaching business, because of my income reduction when I released that position, I still chose to do graphic design work in the interim. I didn't have any problem with that of... You know, when I talk about problem with that, for me, it it's almost like a um, sometimes it can be this ego thing that happens of, oh, I don't want people to know, like I don't want them to think my business isn't successful. Like, what are people gonna think if they see that I am adding on side worker? I'm a waitress while I'm a realtor. It didn't matter. Like nobody cared that I was waitressing at night. They just cared if I could help them find their house. Like that's it. You know, when I was a brand new coach, nobody cared whether I was doing graphic design or not. They just cared that I could help them. And so the same is true for you. If, if you're feeling some type of way about, you know, wanting to add in some extra income, if you're in a season, keyword season, it doesn't have to be forever. If you're in a season where you're needing extra income, if it's going to take pressure off of your business, short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. If you take this season to make sure that your needs are met financially with a part-time job or a full-time job or whatever you're needing to make sure that you're paying your bills and staying in alignment and staying in integrity with yourself, if you need to do that for a season to not feel behind and not feel hustly and not feel scarcity, there is no shame in that. There is no shame in that. You absolutely will be uh, blessed with results when you release the pressure on your business. When you tell that little business, (laughs) little business, like I'm referring to little, when we're talking about the little baby walking, right? If we're using that same analogy and we look at that business and we look her in the face and we say, you know what? Take as long as you need to walk because I know you're gonna walk. You're gonna walk, you're learning. Everybody walks at different times. We're just gonna keep putting one foot in front of the other and it's coming. How different would that feel than telling your business, I have to get these results by the end of the month. I have to get these results by the end of the year. But people don't realize is that is not how you create a six-figure business. That is not how you create organic, sustainable results. I know this podcast is going to be stepping on some people's toes and just know it's all from love and no judgment. And I'm not thinking of anyone specific with this. If you're one of my clients, just know I'm not calling you out. It's a blanket statement across the board. And I just wanted to use my experience to to shed some light, give an example, give some hope, and really give you permission that you don't have to think that you have to only make money from your one business. You are allowed to take financial pressure off of yourself if you need to, like, Seriously, there's no rule that says you have to just do one thing. If you need extra income, can you make it from your business? Yes. Is it easier to make it in your business when you're feeling abundant financially because of your thoughts around money, because of the circumstances that you've changed? Yeah, it's easier. It's just easier. So even though you take that season to take the pressure off financially, 
ultimately, it will create more speed in your growth. You know, when we are in a locked up financial scarcity state, it is so challenging to create feelings of abundance. You can do it through thought work and you can do it through mindset work. And there's a lot of people that can do that, but it's a small percentage of entrepreneurs. Most entrepreneurs keep their other job or their other business until it costs them money to keep it, okay? I stopped working at Applebee's when it was costing me more money to go in and do my waitressing sessions or waitressing shifts. Goodell, <laughs> it's been a minute. It was costing me money to go in and work at Applebee's because I wasn't able to go out and sell a house, okay? It was costing me money with um, my graphics, the time that I was t- making graphics to bridge the gap financially. It was costing me money because I needed those time slots to coach or to find my next client, okay? But I didn't leave those places until I felt safe because you have to feel safety financially, emotionally, and physically to create because what we create when we're in a place of scarcity is we create rigidity, graspiness, neediness, scarcity. So we have to be willing to go through the seasons. I had to drop my ego. I had to be willing to work extra hard during a season because of what I knew I was going to create and where I knew I was going. Now, can you just do it in your business and you can hustle and create results? Yes, But what I would offer is if you are somebody who's not motivated by that, which is the majority of people, if you are not motivated by scarcity, if you are not motivated by have to, and you're feeling like you have to perform and it's locking you up, then don't feel bad if you need to shift your circumstances to get out of that feeling. Again, this whole episode is from love. It is from experience, it is from care, it is from me being on your team and wanting you to be peaceful and wanting you to be profitable. You know, if you want to be confident and consistent, I want to invite you to my free workshop that I have coming up in October. I'm going to be talking more about concepts and tools that you can use to create more confidence and consistency right now. If you click the link in the show notes, you can register for free. It's going to be powerful and a game changer. And as always, thank you so much for listening.